Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We're coming to age time. Let's get to work in, man. Let's go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Tuesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. Fresh off a uh, three-day weekend. Good to be with you, Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne. Did you have a productive day off yesterday, Seth? I, the correct answer is no. You're right, sorry. right. It was not productive, which is productive in and of itself yep. because you relax. But it's not – you've got to really you know, put your nose to the grindstone and relax these days the right way. You've got to listen to a lot eight different podcasts <laughs> on the proper way right. to relax, uh, which supplements you should be taking, uh, how, to, how to choose the appropriate diet. God forbid you take too many carbs in your diet, mm-hmm, John. Mm-hmm. And I think I dialed it all in. And I think I got it to right to the exact sweet spot where I relaxed for at least a good solid 90 minutes of optimized relaxation. Right. But then I had to blog about it for three hours afterwards. Exactly. But then, but that, that felt like, that felt like right. It felt like right. Sounds like a hell of a day for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy, boy, all the different social media platforms I had to brag about my relaxation on. That was yes. exhausting. Yes. After yes. a while. Hasht- oh, my God. Hashtag rise and relax. I Hashtag relax like, and grind. Yeah. You know how many selfies you have to take of yourself relaxing before you really get the peak relaxation? Yeah, sadly, motif? I do. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, that was a good weekend, man. I, we, you and I don't do that very often. Take the uh, government, the government handed over to us holidays, and uh, that felt good yesterday. Yeah, I, I like sat and reflected upon all the past presidents. Uh, good and bad. And let's be honest, how many bad ones were there really? Really? Really, uh, really just an immaculate collection of fine gentlemen. Yes. There's indeed. one thing. If, uh, if you can rise to the top of politics, uh, then you you truly are an immaculate human being. Indeed. Uh, it's one thing I've said. If you can be the very best of a generally despised uh, profession, then, my God, you are one one hell of a human. Indeed. So, yeah. Indeed. Um, we're in kind of a we're in kind of a low right now with the Texans. Uh, like like. Usually there's something to dig into, but there's yeah. there's really nothing right now. There there's been no announcement on the coaching staff. The combine's not for another week. Um, D'Amico's in the building, but there's been no stories of any uh, any anything good or bad either way with him and Nick Casario. Um, yeah. we we're free agency still a month or so away. We've got the draft coming up in April. We're in kind of a holding pattern right the, now. The the coaching staff, I suppose, is the the notable stuff. Yeah. Um, because that's, I, I think we, I, I was kind of expecting like one big, not a news dump, but just kind of an announcement of all the hirings on Saturday, perhaps. When O'Brien took over, there was one Saturday where every it was announced that basically every assistant coach was fired. Yeah. And uh, that came alongside hiring everybody else. 
they uh, they they hired Jake Olson as assistant senior assistant. Sean. Okay. So the Texans finally have a senior assistant. Assistant. Good. Okay. Assistant I, senior. You and I. Assistant. You, you and I. What been, the hell? What kind of Jack Easterby bogus crap is this? I, I, I don't know. What you, the hell? you know, I've been clamoring for one of those for quite some time. <laughs> An assistant senior assistant. That's what we did at the to last the regional meeting. manager. Yes. When uh, we had our last big Odyssey staff meeting, you know, the, uh, the Sarah Fraser got up and announced, you know, they, things are going been reasonably well. Don't expect expansion anytime soon. And Sean stood up and indignantly said, "Does this mean I'm not getting my senior?" assistant assistant yes what the our assistant to my senior I made a assistant? big scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you said a, a big scene yeah spelled like uh with an s like scene yes uh, yes S-E-N. that's yeah. right Senior. Um, so um i guess the the thing i at least the thing that i got the most engagement on this weekend um was tillman fertita at mardi gras on uh saturday night yeah because i was the one who first pulled the video on that for everybody else i like to say you broke the news even though what you did was you you broke the news to twitter (laughs) can i just tell you i'm gonna play the audio and then i'm gonna tell you the funniest thing that happened with this with with my pulling the video of this but for those who missed it long weekend maybe you did miss it um the uh rockets owner tillman fertita was at galveston mardi gras as he is every year he's a native son of Galveston, his com- his company Landry's is is a a big fixture in the Mardi Gras down in Galveston. So Tillman did a an, a man on the sh- not a man on the street interview. It was a planned interview with Frank Billingsley of Channel Two. Yeah. Frank's a meteorologist, yeah. um, and and he did a great job with this five minute interview with Tillman Just for. A- Fun little interview. Fun little yeah. interview. Yeah, Tillman's got yeah. the face paint on. There's a he's got a drink in his hand. There's two floats in the background, one of which is his, and yeah. they're just chopping it up about how great Mardi Gras is. And then Frank, I think rightfully, didn't make the Rockets front and center of this interview with Tillman, seeing right. as they have the worst record in the NBA right now. But you have to acknowledge the Rockets when you've got the owner right. standing right there. So Frank did the right thing here, and Tillman did what he does, which is he just started talking. Okay, well, I know we're not going to talk business, so I'll just say, go Rockets. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> we, we got, thank God we got 10 days off. <laughs> Thanks so pray much. Pray for Victor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. Pray for Victor. Um, pray for Victor, of course, for those the, the uh, those who are not into the NBA draft. Get used to it. You better get into it if you want to root for the Rockets again. Um, Victor Wembanyama is believed to be the most transformational prospect since LeBron James. He is a seven foot four player with six foot two inch skill. You know, man skills. He's got little man skills for a very large individual. That is who Tillman was screaming for us to pray for. Pray. It's the equivalent of if uh, if Cal were to be doing an interview at Mardi Gras. Like during the season last year, right, with Frank right. Billingsley, he goes, "Well, we're not going to talk business, but go Texans." And Cal goes, "Win twice, draft Bryce." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the equivalent. Yeah. That's the uh, so. I, I I think I know which exchange you're going to talk about. Was the person that uh, accused the meteorologist there of practicing gotcha journalism? That, uh, that was one of them. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that was one of them for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, uh, which like uh, he asked, "How about them Rockets?" Right? Yeah, what did he, he say? He said, "Go Rockets." So he That's said, "Go he Rockets." Said. He said, "Go Rockets." So Tillman Fertitta, 
billionaire, mind you, yeah. uh, just offered up what he offered up. That was not like an intense grilling, I didn't know the camera was on type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. I got a few of those. Like, boy, okay. this this interviewer, and, and a lot of these people didn't know. Like, Frank's a meteorologist who's pulling double duty. You know what I and mean? He said, like, go Rockets. He said, go Rockets. I'm like, that was hardly a gotcha question. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> That's like accusing the high-priced call girl you you brought over to your home of uh, entrapping you. you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I didn't know what she was up to. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the you just say go rockets back to him and then go have your drink. Yeah, so that was yeah. number one. The other funny one was because I pulled the video. The video I at first I t- live tweeted it because I didn't have the video. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, Tillman Fertitta just told Frank Billingsley, pray for Victor. Wow, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Then I went on my Fubo on my phone, and I did the thing that Seth showed me how to do, which is screen grab the video of it uh, and, and, and then chop it up and edit it down. Yeah. And I posted it on Twitter, and all I put was, here is the video. And I didn't put Frank's name or Twitter handle oh, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the tweet. I just said, here's the video, yeah. Tillman Fertitta saying, pray for Victor. There were at least a couple people that thought that I was Frank Billingsley. Like Sean Pendergast of NBC2 interviewing Tillman Fertitta. I'm like, no, no. While many people mistake me for Frank Billingsley out in public, because we look exactly alike, um, we don't. Frank's much more handsome than I am. Um, That's not me. It's I find uh, I find the same thing happening on YouTube somewhere. YouTube now, because they've gotten pretty sophisticated, is just spreading royalties out. Like People aren't as upset anymore about just... Taking, if, if somebody takes your content yeah. and posts it on their channel, you still get the royalties off of it. So like the NFL, the NBA, a lot of those they, those shows just let YouTube do the, the dirty work and be like, oh, okay, we're going to give you these royalties. Um, so, But sometimes on YouTube channels, you'll be like, I think this is Shannon Sharp's YouTube channel. Yeah. But, and you'll, you'll subscribe and everything. You're like, oh, no, they just repost all of the, uh, the undisputed stuff. I am, so. uh, I'm looking up the tweet right now, Seth. As of last night, that video had 585,000 views. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you are making a lot of progress in notoriety as a meteorologist slash gotcha journalist. <laughs> on, yellow journalist, what yeah. I call you. You're a yellow meteorologist. On the least monetized social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. Zero. Yes. Um, yeah, that's uh, – by the way, I, as far as what Tillman said, yes. if you were to take that, if you were to really break it down, like you said, in a press conference or something – I. The, the, that is the beauty of the NBA draft system. Like, it's not like he's even advocating that they lose every one of their games or anything. I feel like he's just look. We are where we are. Uh, there's a there, we've got the lottery system. So yeah, we're praying mm. that we end up with that. We might not have the best odds at getting that number one slot, but uh, maybe that's how it ends up. We'll talk more about it later. But the reaction to that that I got because it was my video, so I got all the reply in every language. Seth, that's the that was one of the big lessons. Like, boy, this is a globalized sport because I'm getting retweets in Chinese, in oh, French, really? in Spanish. Yes, were yes. They complaining about uh, were they complaining about Tillman or your weather report? I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> my weather report. <laughs> Wish I could get paid for only being right fifty percent of the I time. I know. I know. <laughs> I need to fake being a meteorologist. <laughs> I should have faked being Frank Billingsley to so many you people. Barometric <laughs> pressure and dew point and whatnot. Whew, we're gonna have a good time today. We yes, are. We are. We're going to spring training on Sunday. Can't wait. My flight's on. I don't know what your flight was booked on, Sean, but mine's on Southwest. Southwest too, as well. Yeah. Well, was, good luck. Hopefully, we see each other on seven Sunday. Seven in the morning on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Should be good. Um. All right. Uh. We got a lot to get to, including we'll get to Astros spring training. A lot of sound coming out of Astros spring training 
over the weekend that we need to get to. As Seth mentions, we will be there uh, feet on the ground starting on Sunday night. We'll be there for a bunch of games uh, next week at Astros Spring Training. Cannot wait for that. Um, up next, speaking of the Texans, there actually is a little bit we can dig into here. Um, the Athletic interviewed or polled nine different executives and coaches across the NFL on the best hire throughout this um, throughout this cycle. Uh, the show of Peyton Pendergast feels awfully vindicated by an unpopular opinion that we had. Unpopular amongst some. We will tell you what it was next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, good to be with you, Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. Back here on a Tuesday. Um, so the yes, back here Sorry, on a Tuesday. Go, go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the Athletic had a um, did a did a poll. Let me find who exactly. Did. I think it was Jeff Howe. Yeah, Jeff Howe did this for the Athletic. Pulled um, pulled nine executives, personnel or nine GMs, personnel executives, head coaches, and assistant coaches. So nine people total whose titles varied across those four vocations. GM, personnel exec, head coach, assistant coaches. And the, the question was simple. Who was the best hire this go-around? And they didn't pull anybody from the current employers of the five head coaches that were hired. They didn't pull anybody from the most recent employers of the coaches that were hired because they didn't want any bias injected into this. So the Texans were not among those polled. Um, but they polled the nine people, and they just said, who was the best hire? Frank Reich got five and a half votes. D'Amico Ryans got three and a half votes. Everyone else, zero votes. Including, zero votes. Including, yeah, you, Sean Payton. Nobody right. thinks among these nine people that you were the best hire this time he, around. He couldn't rely upon the hot bias injection of Colin Coward on this one. Nope. He uh, he had to just sit there and listen to the cold, hard facts. He had to take None it. of these executives thought he was the best coaching hire. That's yep. right. That's right. So, which, I, which I'm sure is devastating to uh, to Sean Payton. <laughs> right, right. As he's, as he's falling backwards into his big bed full of money, he's like, I can't believe none of these nine people voted for me. But these are nine football people. I don't know who yeah. they are specifically, but when I see things like this, 
Uh, I feel vindicated that you and I have been so critical of the hire of Sean Payton. Well, Sean Payton, the, the whole thing about Sean Payton is from his press conference to various other things that either Colin Coward have reported that he said directly or uh, you know other people have said or reported indirectly, it just has all the feelings of, yeah, he's a really bright guy. He was a, a, a very, very good coach with the Saints, but he's going into a situation with a busted quarterback, and it, and it appears that he almost had to be bribed to go into it. And, and that part, that second part, I don't think you can underestimate that because, Sean, what did I always say when people suggested that a team should hire Tony Romo as their offensive coordinator? It's that, no, the number one prerequisite for being a good NFL football coach is a burning desire, almost a need to be a coach, that you just can't stay away from it. You have to do it. And with Sean Payton, it very much felt like, wow, once the price was okay, he was willing to accept a less-than-ideal situation, and sure, why not? And it's just uh, like that's a bad hire for a guy. If he's young and hungry and is willing to – you know, roll with the punches and everything and, and go through a lot of that stuff, then then so be it. But man, I just don't I don't I don't see how he and Russell Wilson are gonna go to coexist and how this ownership group, which has so far almost all but admitted to being sensitive to the scrutiny of being an NFL owner. Uh, I don't I don't see how it ends well. I frankly think it was a really bad hire. It was the wrong direction to go. And that's not even an insult to Sean Payton specifically. It's that going with a retread coach who's insisting on a huge payday because he doesn't really want to go there, that's the wrong tactic for where the Broncos are right now. Yep, there, and even if it was a coach who was enthusiastic about being there. Let's say D'Amico Ryans took that job. I would be saying the same thing about that job. Like it's there, it is a it's the equivalent set of being in one of those shrub mazes where you can't see over the shrubs and you're just yeah. walking around. Like that's de- there is only one way out, and it is Russell Wilson has to recapture that magic. That's Which, it. I mean, and that's but and I think the difference is we're grading the actual hire though. Yeah. So I think any of these other choices would have been a better choice yes. for the Broncos than Sean Payton. I just I think this has the classic hallmarks of o- new owners who flat out don't understand really how hard it is yep. to win in the NFL. Like you see it all the time. They really hey you know Dan Snyder oh, I'll just hire Joe Gibbs that'll fix it. Yeah. But more and that was after Dan Snyder had been around a little while. Right. Right. Um. So the results again of this poll. Nine GMs, personnel executives, head coaches, and assistant coaches across the NFL. Five best hire. Five and a half votes for Frank Reich. Three and a half votes for D'Amico. Zero for Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon, Sean Payton. Across those entire the entirety of those results, Seth, is there anything that's surprising to you? Um, it doesn't surprise me. Other than I didn't know if there would be skepticism over Frank Reich or not. I thought that. Um, I thought that you know maybe some of those maybe some of those people just have a great respect for Frank Reich, so they're gonna make that uh, higher than perhaps otherwise would have been. I think that, but it makes sense. I mean, Frank Reich was my highest graded one, so of course not. These guys are all geniuses for picking Frank Reich as their the the biggest genius is the guy who split his vote between <laughs> D'Amico and, and Frank Reich. Reich. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, but they did point out the irony of okay, yeah, Frank Reich left a place where they just flat out couldn't find a quarterback. And he went to the other place that's, that's tried really hard and spent errant draft picks and whatever on uh, trying to find a quarterback. And they haven't been able to find a quarterback. But obviously, it's not such an easy task. And most most teams that are hiring a coach 
haven't usually found their quarterback yet. That's one of the reasons things are kind of grim at the moment. Which of the three zero vote guys, Steichen, Gannon, Peyton, was the most surprising to you that they got zero? I guess Steichen. Yeah, me I too. Think Steichen's the one that I, I think I, I thought a lot more people would think, okay, you know, all right, this, except that the, the problem is that I think people probably put Steichen on the same par as Frank Reich, and it's, there's too much symmetry there. Like, oh, wow, yeah, Frank Reich was a quarterback's coach in, uh, in Philadelphia. Philly, yeah. Took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. A lot of people gave Frank Reich more credit for getting all of that out of Nick Foles than they did Doug Peterson, and he goes to Indy. I, I feel like it, uh, to, to some people it feels too much like rewriting history. You're taking the offensive coordinator out of Philadelphia and just expecting him to go somewhere that still has zero quarterback, um, or exciting quarterback, and, and see what happens. What's been your take so far on the various videos we've seen of Jonathan Gannon making his way around the Arizona facility? He is, uh, I think, so far it looks exactly like what I warned about, which is, man, sometimes the whiz kid coordinator does not have – the social skills, the leadership skills, what have you, to, to be that guy. A lot of awkward exchanges, mostly, most notably between him and Kyler Murray. Yeah. yeah. Kyler, him and Kyler, if you missed it, came up, uh, Jonathan Gannon walking around the facility in his, double, in his double-breasted sport coat with no tie, which got Seth Payne blocked by somebody this weekend. Um, right, which you, is fine. I mean, it is. I, your take on the double-breasted the coat. The weirdest, weirdest thing I've ever been blocked <laughs> That's for That's a great in my story life. before the show. Okay, okay. So the so double-breasted suits have like made a bit of a comeback. So I said, look, they're back in, but I don't. I like my football coaches to be in the third quartile of fashionability. Right, right. I don't want them to be like at the cutting edge. And somebody just simply said, hey, double-breasted suits never left, big guy. So I just got into a little argument with him about whether or not they'd actually left. And at one point I said, well, yeah, sure, you could always pull off a double-breasted suit in any era if you're kind of fashionable and if you dress well to begin with. You're going to look like an English diplomat who's into really kinky stuff, but you can pull it off. Yeah. And I got blocked for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's like a pretty it's lighthearted a little, little, it's a little joke sensitive, about it, is it I would not? say. Yeah, 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 for sure. Blocked for sure. me! For sure. I think it's a great take by you, by the way, about the fashion of – the NFL coach of your team, that in the top quartile, they need to be in the upper quartile of that upper quartile. In the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. It's really like if you're not a a good dresser to begin with, when you wear the double-breasted suit, or at least like if you tried to wear it a few years ago, um, you look like a guy that's still wearing his same suit from the year 1999. Right, right. Because people don't think of you as like the guy that like, oh, yeah, oh, I see where he's going with that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, sure, he could put an ascot on that. So, like, like you and I aren't that guy. No, you know? no, no, yeah. no. So we say all that to say Gannon had a double-breasted sport coat on, but as far as Kyler Murray goes, the exchange with Murray, he walks up to him, starts dapping him up, laughing with him, chuckling with him. He said, you know, a lot of people ask why I took this job. I'm like, what other jobs are out there where there's a franchise quarterback in place? I'm like, oh, this is exactly what Kyler needed. Someone gassing him up about how awesome he is. Because Cliff Kingsbury, I'm sure, never did that. Cliff Kingsbury sure did seem like a cruel taskmaster with Kyler Murray. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to play the the part where he says, because I can't remember, he – he meets Kyler Murray, and he basically goes right into a description of his game, which sounds something like this. Pew, 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 pew. No, that was, a, that was a different shot guy. Plays. That was a different guy. That wasn't Kyler, the shot play guy. Oh, he wasn't? That wasn't Kyler. No, that was Who a different was that? I don't know. I think it was one of their skill guys. I'm not sure. Well, I don't th- I'll go look. I don't oh. think that was Kyler. 
Okay. But yes, that was super awkward also. Pew, pew, pew. He's making he's making he, laser noises. But he was using like a weird he was using the wrong onomatopoeia. Yeah. He was like he was like using like a, he was going like shram, shrim, shram, something like that. It's like no, you can't even get the onomatopoeia right. You're not my head coach. We do need to find that. And I need to find out who it was. I don't think it was Kyler. I apologize if it was Seth. I don't think it was Kyler he was doing that with. Whoever it was was like, dude, what are you talking about? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right. Um, Astros spring training. Seth and I are going to be there uh, a week from today. We'll be doing the show from West Palm Beach. We can't wait for that. Um, a lot of stuff coming out of Astros spring training that we need to get you up to speed on. Kyle Tucker losing in arbitration. What was his reaction to that? Jose Altuve, Astro for life, we hope. We'll get to that as well. A whole lot to get to here with the Astros. Stay there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Seth and I are going to be at spring training starting... Sunday night, but on the air starting Monday. And we're going to be going to all the games while we're there. It's going to be really good. We'll be doing all the clubhouse stuff that media members do. Adam Spillane is going to be going with us, so we'll be we'll be uh, sending him over. He'll be going over to the facility for the early morning stuff and then checking back in with us. So we're going to have you covered on spring training um, come next week when we're down there. As far as spring training so far, I would say... The big stories coming out of spring training so far. So let's go through these here. I, I would say 
I would say, um, first and foremost, the contract situations of certain players. And I said this last week, Seth, when Kyle Tucker lost his arbitration case and Corbin Burns, the ace of the Milwaukee staff, had lost his arbitration case over a significantly smaller amount of money. Now, granted, Burns is a former Cy Young winner, but Kyle Tucker's an all-star and a gold glove winner, and he wanted $7.5 million. Uh, the team offered up five. They went to arbitration. Kyle Tucker lost. Is Kyle Tucker mad about losing his arbitration case? Here was Kyle Tucker, who showed up this weekend at spring training on that topic. I mean, it's a little tough um, just because, you know, you've you know, been here for a while now and, you know, come up, come in here every day and, you know, put in the work and, you know, try and, you know, have a lot of success to the team and, you know, try and win, you know, championships and have success during the regular season playoffs and stuff. So, you know, it was a little tough in that aspect that, you know, you put in all that work and, you know, you value yourself, you know, a certain way and the team values yourself a little differently. But, um you know, it's just all a part of the arbitration process and the business side of this. But you just got to, you know, respect the outcome of it now and, you know, just move on and go get ready for the season. The nice thing about rooting for a team, Seth, that has made many a deep playoff run and whose core players have all had big moments in the postseason, many big moments in the postseason, including Kyle Tucker, is that I have zero concern that his contractual situation is going to somehow affect his play. Right, the, right. These guys have been in the pressure cooker of pressure cookers for six straight uh, postseasons now. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I will say, honestly, and this is what's so great and what's so awful about the Major League Baseball arbitration system, I, I do – I was a little bit surprised by – how he did, he almost seemed uh, maybe a little bit rattled by the open honesty of the situation about how you got to sit up there and hear exactly why they don't think you're worth what you're saying you're worth and all of that. I, I think he'll be able to move beyond it. But I think that the one thing the arbitration system does is it's a really cool method for avoiding, you know, lockouts and holdouts in the short term. But I do think it it hardens some guys to the realities of the business side of things. You know, George, George Springer would be like the guy who might, might have been most susceptible in this world to like being loyal to his team or something, except he very early in his career saw the cruel hard business side when they messed with his service time. They waited to call him up his rookie year, what would have been his rookie year, just so that they got an extra year of service out of him. And he realized very early on, like, oh, okay, well, I see how it is. This is 100% of business. Um, I think that likewise with Kyle Tucker, you, you lose some of that ability to be like, hey, let's do it for the team. We're all in this together when you got to sit through that that ordeal yeah. of explaining to his face exactly why he's not worth that extra $2 million. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's an awkward process, no doubt about that. Here was Dusty Baker on his advice for Kyle Tucker and blocking out the contract extension talk. If you worry about the money that's coming – there's a good chance it'll never get there. I mean, you guys have waited on checks in the mail, right? Still waiting. So it's like, you just go play. You just play, uh, you know, do what you do best, enjoy what you're doing, and and the money will follow. And Dusty said that while sitting on a hill of flowers underneath a tree. Did you hear the birds chirping yeah, in the background? There's something about that. We don't pipe those in like the uh, like the Masters <laughs> no. tries to. Buddies. Do the birds chirping make you want to get to spring training even more right now? It does, and it also it, it makes it makes anything you say seem that much wiser. Yes. Have you seen 
Ben, can you Ben, can you find some birds chirping and just randomly use them when I'm giving bad takes at some point? It happens a lot. So, Sean, have you ever seen the uh, the social media posts where there's like idyllic scenery of a misty waterfall and mountain imagery, and it's a guy in an Indian accent um, saying you know saying something kind of philosophic, and then it, at the very end he's like, sometimes you just have to say f it all, and, <laughs> and it's and it's a, it still works. Yeah, it still works because uh, because of all those surroundings the ambiance of the whole thing it's very yeah. peaceful it really yeah. is the birds it's chirping a, and it does make me feel like that. he is exactly right yes i'm going to be zen like and just bleep it all today that's yeah. right that's right um so as far as what dusty's saying there look again i'm not worried about kyle tucker mclean and i were talking about this on our podcast yesterday seth the utopia football podcast which was pretty much all about baseball yesterday because john is actually at spring training as well right now he, he's been covering it pretty hardcore this and we were talking through the Kyle Tucker thing, and I arrived at this. This is where I wonder. This is where I wonder if the Astros getting such a good deal on Jordan Alvarez kind of comes back to bite them a little bit. And, and yeah. let me explain. Um, they got a really good deal on Jordan. Jordan. They're under twenty million a year for the next six years on Jordan Alvarez. Great deal. Jordan's an adult. He's a big boy. He signed it, and now he's going to play under that contract. And he's I would got that all guaranteed if he gets it. For a guy with injury history especially. That's like a good right point. Right now it looks like an awesome deal for the Astros. If, if, if his injuries mount up, then yeah. No doubt. No doubt. But my guess is Kyle Tucker, who's been a rock in terms of durability. He's not as good a player as Jordan. Probably has more tools in his bag than Jordan, but Jordan's superhero power is elite, elite. He's a game wrecker at the plate. He wins games for you with a swing of the bat. Um, I wonder if Kyle Tucker's like, well, I'm not taking a Jordan deal. And the Astros are like, well, Jordan's a better overall player than you right now. Right. The right. optics and what discord that might cause if literally within a few months of Jordan signing that deal, all of a sudden Kyle Tucker gets, because Jordan is six years, 119 or 115 million. Yeah. All of a sudden Kyle Tucker, who's not as good as Jordan, gets six years, 140. You know what's, uh, you know what's interesting I don't know. With baseball, there doesn't typically seem to be that same level of drama. You don't hear reports of it necessarily that you might in basketball or football when a guy feel like feels like his teammate is getting preferential treatment or something. Um, and maybe it's just because it's the nature of the game where your individual performance is your individual. You don't rely as much on the performance of your teammates as you do in those other sports. Not in the other sports, right? Yeah, so not like as much. Even if, yeah. even if you feel like the contracts aren't right, you're still putting your best work out there, and it's not like you're also getting buried in the press clippings or anything because of preferential treatment but I do wonder at some point god I hope not um so far baseball hasn't succumbed to uh the guys who are perpetual free agents you know like Kevin Durant or whoever else can just force themselves out of wherever they are at any given time yeah um football it's turned into that with quarterbacks certainly it took Aaron Rodgers a year but he's ultimately forcing himself actually no he was able to he had the option to leave last year so he, he forced his way out and decided to stay put last year. Um, I, we don't see that with baseball as much, so I guess I don't worry about that potential disparity in contracts or something. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a good point. Um, Altuve is the next contract, as long as we're talking. To contracts To me, the contracts have been the big topic. The contracts and the rules changes and the effect on guys. Altuve, though, did arrive at camp this week. And he reacted to what GM Dana Brown said. GM Dana Brown wants to make sure that Jose Altuve remains an Astro for the rest of his career. Here's Altuve's reaction. I like when he said that, obviously. 
you know, I have been all my career here and I hope to to retire here. So I think we are on the same page. Yeah, happy to to play with my teammates and do some with my fans, like I always say. So, and, and that's the one, of all the contract situations, Seth, that are still up in the air to some degree, yeah. the one I feel most comfortable about, because it's Altuve, they're working on a Bregman extension, they're working on a, presumably working on a Fromber extension, and presumably still working with Kyle Tucker on something. Eventually, Jeremy Pena will be in conversations like this. The one I feel most confident in, because of both sides, the Altuve side and the Astros, particularly Jim Crane, is it, yeah. it Jose Altuve is never going to wear another uniform. Like that's the one. If I had to bet on one, I would bet Jose Altuve is an Astro for life. Yeah, and I, you almost uh, almost commit to that right now that maybe you're going to have a couple wasted years at the end of his deal, but you know reconcile it with like for the most part he's played he's he's with he has an agent in Scott Boris who loves his guys to go push free agency. He signed, he's re-signed early a couple times now and you've got him at a relative discount. You've had him for the most part his whole career. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'd be surprised too if he does go else. If he does, it's going to be a couple of like Jerry Rice type years. Yeah. Like, very few people remember that Jerry Rice was in Seattle for a season. You yeah. know, yeah. some people remember he was with the Raiders just because the Raiders are a bigger deal, but very few people even remember the Seattle saga. Yes. No, you're right about that. Um, of those situations Situations contractually that we just listed: Altuve, Bregman, Fromber, Kyle Tucker, eventually yeah. Pena. You know, Pe- yeah. by then Pena's probably still off the grid a little bit for them. Maybe who knows? Which one concerns you the most out of all those? I think because they uh, probably can't keep them all. You know what I, I mean? Th- I think Kyle Tucker ultimately. No doubt, that's the one that's going to roll up on you like a Correa all of a sudden, and you realize that okay, if they. If they have a replacement there, you know, it worked out great with Pena this year because he had an easy and ready, and they knew about him. They the the organization had been excited about Pena for a couple years. You know, that was that was what I think was hard to grasp at the moment when the team was playing hardball with Carlos Correa was just how good and justifiably so they felt about Jeremy Pena. So. Right now, it's hard to envision. Okay, they'd be okay letting Kyle Tucker walk because look. But I feel I don't know. I'm going to be such a bastard sports fan here. Um, I I do I am at that point where I'm like, okay, that's awesome that Dana Brown wants to keep everybody around. But like, you got you can't be stupid about it. At some point, no. we got to let one of these guys go, right? Yeah. As long as you're if you're still developing guys from underneath and and you're pushing them out there, then yeah, you're going to have to say goodbye to a Verlander, a Correa, a George Springer, a uh, Garrett Cole. Uh, like, uh, you're going to have to say goodbye to these guys along the way. Yeah. At some point, just maybe not at such a breakneck speed. I think you nailed the one that is going to be the one. I think Kyle Tucker, I think, is going to make the decision for the organization. If I had to bet, I don't think he's signing an early extension. I think he's going to keep playing. I think he'll keep playing at a high level he make it to an MVP level at some point yeah and then he'll really put the pressure on the Astros come 2025 you know which one something. I'm worried about Sean who the uh the svelte almost looks like Mark Schlereth after Mark Schlereth lost all his offensive line weight Martin Maldonado because uh Mal- Maldonado Maldonado looking like uh, he looks like a like a position play he looks like a shortstop he's uh he's very very fit and uh, he admits that his feelings – he said he was a little sad that the Astros were going after Wilson Contreras. But it acknowledged that, hey, Contreras is the best guy out there. But I do – I think maybe him being a little bit sad about it got him to, to come back as a different guy. Like, maybe. it was a little bit of a kick in the butt in the right direction. We've, that might have been uh, – you might see a rejuvenated Martin Maldonado. We've now had multiple angles 
of Martin Maldonado shot in video and photo at yeah. tra- at spring training, and there's nothing phony about this weight loss of his. He is significantly lighter this year. Yeah. I don't know it's, how I feel uh, about it. it totally. Oh, yeah. He, he, he just cut out junk food. Was yeah, the thing. yeah. Sometimes, okay, this is where, because you know I'm often skeptical of athletes losing weight and expecting it to be like a huge revelation. It feels like more times than not, the guy was probably already at his best playing weight, and then he either bulked up or, you know, if it's a 22-year-old and he's gaining weight, that just happens naturally as they're working out. Um, but when a veteran player tries to change his body weight, sometimes it's, it's not all that great. The fact that all that Maldonado did was cut out soda and stuff, stuff that actually might be hurting his performance anyway, aside from the extra body weight, then um, I, I, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I think that, especially this year, these – pizza box size plates that they've got out there to increase the to increase the prevalence of stealing to make it more appetizing to steal they made the bases look like actual pizza boxes and they're encouraging you to go ahead and steal one um martin maldonado might put the old machete at uh, really into use this it's year. a great well that and plus the pitchers only being allowed two throws over to first base yeah you know martin yeah. maldonado's right arm might become an extremely valuable commodity for this team now that's going to be the biggest I, that's the biggest wild card in all of this because I know they've experimented with the rules changes a lot. The pitch clock is going to cut time off the game. It flat out is. They've done enough of this experimentation in the minors to know to have a pretty good idea oh, yeah. of how it's going to go. Half hour, so yeah. It's going to cut time off. Um, it's not quite as strict as they've done in a lot of the, the minor leagues, but still, they, they've got a good feel for it. A lot of the guys in the league right now have played with a pitch clock because they've done it in the minors. Um, I, I think that putting... But then put and they've done the bigger base experiment too. But doing it with major league pitchers and you know major league base runners, I feel like that's still a while. And especially catchers that are willing to uh, willing and able to gun you down. Um, that's the big wild card. Is just exactly what that's going to look like. Um, speaking of pictures from training camp, uh, yeah. have you seen the pictures of Jeremy Pena? It's, uh, it's I keep saying training camp, spring training. Um, have you seen the pictures of Jeremy Pena? Uh, I have, but I hadn't noticed anything notable. What did I miss? The, there's a particular picture that got sent to me um, by um, by a couple of listeners. Uh, the biceps on Jeremy Pena. Oh, all right. And yeah. and, and McLean actually tweeted about this yesterday. Uh, yesterday yeah. morning at batting practice, uh, McLean, John McLean, who's at spring training, he'll join us tomorrow at eight o'clock. Uh, during batting practice today, this is McLean's tweet. During batting, batting practice today, nobody launched home runs like Jeremy Pena. He was hitting bombs to all fields. Pena is a weightlifter who wouldn't be out of place in the Texans locker room. He's yeah. built like a strong safety. Yeah, um, Michael Schwab had posted a picture that uh, where basically Pena was leaning against his bat at the batting cages, just barely. Like So his... his hand was in the position like the bottom position of a triceps push down yeah yeah so yeah. it looks like he's doing a triceps push down i guess i just i didn't know i didn't think that was necessarily notable because he's been jacked for a while now it's just you don't always see the base you know when you don't see baseball players in their tight under armor stuff uh you know and they're not in their big baggy jersey sometimes it's kind of shocking like when people say altuve with his shirt off they're like, oh, I thought he was a little pudgy dude. Yeah, like, no, no he's, he's shredded. Jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, is he any bigger than he was last year? I don't. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm just going off of one picture and what McLean yeah. said. Like to me, to me, the thing that was pretty cool about McLean's tweet was he was putting on a show in, in batting practice. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that. I know it's batting practice. Well, but- okay. 
he, he made that little adjustment to his swing last year yeah. in September, and he started being able to hit the breaking ball. And it ball. worked. Yeah, and it worked really well. And now he's had a whole offseason with yep. it. Yep. So what's it going to look like if he owns the breaking ball and already has all that power and maybe a little less uncertainty because he's because he's at, he's going to be more confident at the plate? Yeah, this could end up being uh, – boy, I, okay, that's something I'm really excited about is you forget because he had such a good playoffs – you forget that he it wasn't a truly awesome rookie year because he he was in such a lull from the all-star break through through mid to late September. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough that, summer. <laughs> yeah, I you know what I really haven't allowed myself to get 100% excited about that that we still haven't seen the best of Jeremy Payne. Yet. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. this this could be a whole lot of fun, man. This could be I mean, I've, look, I, he's uh Jeremy Pena is a really good player, and at this point, so is Carlos Correa. I would take Jeremy Pena at this point. I'd take the upside and the age and the well, salary of Pena that, for sure. <laughs> especially now that you know that Correa's got some kind of yeah. deformity. Yeah, he might have to leg. amputate his leg at the age of 32 <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I, I may be exaggerating <laughs> like a little he's bit. He's got advanced type 2 diabetes or something. What the hell's <laughs> right, going on right. with Carlos Correa's lower limbs? First person yeah. to ever play shortstop from a wheelchair, Carlos Correa. All right. Um, the uh, <clears throat> Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta made news this weekend. I was cool with what he did at the Mardi Gras, what he screamed at the Mardi Gras parade on Saturday. Not all Rocket fans were. Ooh. What bucket do you fall into as a Rocket fan? I feel like the reaction to Tillman yelling, pray for Victor, was four. There were four different buckets. Which one do you fall into? We'll discuss that next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 